Amen. Stepping out of your comfort zone. Praise God. Okay, so I'm going to first of all go through really briefly what I found online was the definition of comfort zone. A comfort zone is a psychological state in which things feel familiar to a person. They are at ease and they perceive, they perceive that they are in control of their environment, experiencing low levels of anxiety and stress. Another definition, a situation in which you feel comfortable and in which your ability and determination is not being tested. You don't have anything new and anything difficult to deal with. You're just comfortable. And um, it was very interesting the words that these, you know, the words I was picking up from these definitions, familiar, control you know, stress, anxiety, none of that, you know, abilities and determination. So um, I was then thinking, okay, we've got young people amongst us. Would they have comfort zones? You know, people who are like just coming up in life, 10 years old and upwards. And I was thinking, well, think about it. A two-year-old who is, you know, mothers can tell me, but I've heard that weaning a two-year-old from breastfeeding to like solids is like a walk in the park. I heard that that was like, you know, just a doddle. Because, I mean, they were born into a particular way of feeding. You've taken them through that every single day for two years, and now suddenly you want them to, like, feed themselves. Hold on. Or, like, you know, change how they normally do things. They're comfortable in doing things in a particular way, and now you want them to change. And that's a two-year-old. So if a two-year-old has a comfort zone, then a 5, 10, 20, 60-year-old most definitely has a comfort zone. You know, so this applies even to you kids that are watching. So I want you to pay attention. Um, you know, God wants to, there's so many things that God wants to do. Most of the time when we are saying, Father, use me, a lot of the times he's the one who's actually waiting for us. Like he's ready. He's like, who's available? I'm here. I'm waiting to use you. You just have to, but we are the ones who are restricting or limiting God by, you know, not wanting to be uncomfortable. Amen. I was thinking about the type of excuses that we come up with when it's time to step out of our comfort zones. A typical one, being in the UK, in this part of the world, is, uh, you know, oh no, it's raining outside, the weather. Oh, it's too cold. Oh, it's too hot. I can't go on evangelism today. It's too late. I'll start tomorrow. You know, and I picked up a couple of phrases that um, people say this, especially when it's speaking about older people, um, and it really gets on my nerves. It just really annoys me. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Or a leopard can't change its spots. Those things, to me, I just see them as excuses that we are using to remain in our current state, even when the current state is detrimental to our well-being. And um, the whole idea of stepping out of your comfort zone is growing, it's actually, you know, I've done this in a particular way for so long, and it's always gotten me this result. I don't necessarily like this result, but then I'm not willing to change, so I'm just going to accept that this is the way I am. This is the way, you know, and this might be true for the people in the world, but hold on a second, who are we? Are we of the world? Can we read 2 Corinthians 5.17? Yeah. <laughs> 
Second Corinthians 5.17. I've, I've got the Passion Translation. So I'm going to read. It says, Now, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. And I'm just going to read like the little... Um, notes that the passion translation has i really love this it says this would include our old identity our life of sin the power of satan the religious works of trying to please god our old relationship with the world our old mindsets remember your comfort zone is a psychological state right it's all in the mind we are not reformed or simply refurbished. We are made completely new by our union with Christ and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Come on. This is who we are. Do we really believe this? We are new creatures with new dispositions, with new desires, with new abilities as given to us by the Holy Ghost because we are new creations. Amen. We're going to read Mark 10, uh, Matthew 10, verse 8. Matthew 10, 8 says, I'm going to read the uh, New International Version. It says, heal the sick. It says, cleanse, uh, raise the dead. Cleanse those who have leprosy. Drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. This is talking to us, by the way. Can you imagine doing these things without stepping out of your comfort zone? This is not what we do in our regular earthly life. So if you're going to do anything that God has asked you to do, it's going to require stepping out of your comfort zone. And by the way, that looks different for different people. Um, it depends on your upbringing. It depends on the experiences that you've had in life. It just depends on your personal journey. So it's going to look very different for different people. We're going to read Mark 16, 17 to 18. Mark 16, 17 to 18 reads, And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. I thought that was really interesting because speaking in tongues is stepping out of your comfort zone because you don't really, like you have control in that. You have to open up your mouth and speak, but you have to also rely on the power of the Holy Ghost. It's not something that you're used to doing. You don't use your intellect. So it's stepping out of your comfort zone. Amen. They will pick up snakes with their hands and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. Come on. This requires some courage, some boldness, some stepping out that you have not done before. This is what, according to, you know, we had our teaching over the past couple of weeks about our, uh, discovering our purpose. Our primary purpose is preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this is how Jesus has asked us to do that. So you can't get around this. Do we really believe these verses? That's the question. Because if we do, then we would understand that stepping out of our comfort zone should be like something that we are practicing daily. Like we're trying to learn and trying to grow in this. Because how will we explore the fact that we are new creatures? The fact that we have the power of God 
the, the very same power that raised Christ from the dead, living on the inside of us, the fact that we can heal the sick, we can cleanse the lepers, we can raise the dead, how will we explore all these things that the Father has put on the inside of us if we are not really willing to step out in faith, if we're not re- willing to step out of our comfort zones? Amen. By God's grace, that's changing today. So the next section I'm going to talk about is why do we stay in our comfort zones? I already spoke about the fact that we have different experiences in life. So everyone has different reasons, but I'm only going to pick up on a couple. So number one is fear. Whether it's fear of change, a.k.a. laziness, because if you have to change, you have to like learn, adapt to new ways of doing things. So actually that might be laziness. So fear of change, fear of failure which is a big deal because for me, that was probably one of the biggest things. I didn't really want anything to do with taking responsibility because that means I would have, actually have to be accountable. Like I'd actually have to like, you know, succeed at something. And I was just happy in my own little bubble. I don't have to, you know, be anything. No one has to look up. Don't look up to me because, you know, ah, I'm going to make a mistake. So, you know, but the father, for whatever reason, wants us to impact each other it's through people that he's going to do his work so fear of failure is a big one because we want familiarity we want control and where we're not willing to let god have control then we are we're not we don't really understand the father's love if you're not willing to leave the familiar and go into unfamiliar territory then i don't think we really understand who the father is or how he sees us how he carries us how he sees us as precious that he's not out to harm us So we want familiarity, we want control. And then when we become anxious or stressed because we don't know what the outcome of a situation would be if we step out, then it's because we're walking in fear. We're allowing our emotions, our fears to determine if we allow God use us or not. So fear is a really, really big one. Also, why do we stay in our comfort zone? We want the soft life. Uh, apparently, there's different uh, definitions of soft life. But when I say soft life, I mean you found the sweet spot. You've got the perfect job. It pays you a particular pension. It pays your mortgage. You're able to look after your family. You have a full belly. You can go on a holiday once a year, and you're good. My family and I are fine. That's it. That's, what, that's my definition of soft life. You don't want to take risks. You don't want the discomfort that it brings. And this is particularly true if you've had like negative experiences. So for me, my def- what well, I didn't realize it at the time, but I had a lot of, um, I went through a series of homelessness while I was growing up back um, home in Nigeria. And even here, we lost our home in 2008 during the, Christ, the um, credit crunch. So it felt like homelessness was, had always been a part of me. So when I left uni and I got my first job, I was temporary staff and I was really really wanting to be permanent because you know if you're a temp they can let you go any minute so the moment I got permanent um that was it Phew. I got my salary I can pay my rent and I did faithfully because I'm not about to be homeless um and then you know all my friends that we left uni together they were like you know leaving their jobs going to try new things they were like really exploring and I was like you know I'm you know when they told me, they were like, you know, why don't you? I was like, you know, yeah, I can do that. But then I would just try and I'll be like, yeah, no, I'm not going to. I'll just chill. You know, I'm okay here. So um, I stayed there. And then nine years later, I was like, hold up a second. Everyone is further ahead than me in career, in life. Like, what is going on? Why am I still here? Why didn't I take risks earlier on? 
Because, you know, then I could have, I didn't have no responsibilities. I could have just, you know, tried new things and just explored a little bit, stepping out of my comfort zone. Why didn't I do that? And then years later, I realized, oh, wait, I was afraid. I was afraid of failing, losing my job, and then ultimately becoming homeless. You know, so my, my experiences in the past was driving how I was living my life daily. I was saved. You know, I was a Christian. In fact, I started to take my Christian life very seriously. But then I didn't realize that my subconscious experiences were driving my present day. So sometimes we don't even know what our, uh, I want to say bias is, but we don't even know, we don't recognize our comfort zones. I didn't recognize until I stopped after nine years and I started to think, hold up, why am I here? So I feel like so we actually need to really consider or really think about take time to pray about the Holy Spirit showing us what are our comfort zones? What is it that we are using to, what are we depending on um, unconsciously? Amen. And the third thing, why we stay in our comfort zones is the company that we keep. We've spoken about this on several occasions. The company you keep, if they're not challenging you, if they're not uh, trying to, or if they're, you know, if, if your, your, your thinking is all the same, so everyone is saying, oh, stay in public service. Not that there's anything wrong with public service if you've been called there, but, you know, they've got good pension. That's your reason for staying is they've got good pension and they've got good maternity. You know, so you should stay there. There's no, this is a job for life. If you have those people around you, then that's what you're going to default to, right? Your company determines how you think, your outlook in life. So that's a really big influence. Okay, why should we step out of our comfort zones? I feel like we've already um, touched on some of them. Um, just so you have them in like, you know, bullet points. Why should we step out of our comfort zones? Because stepping out is walking by faith. Amen. We are the just, right? Jesus came to make us justified. He came, he died, he resurrected so that we can be called the righteousness of God, so that we can be called the justified ones. And the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. This entire Christian journey is a faith walk. It's a faith walk. <laughs> okay, so if we... If we actually walked by faith, actually did things out of the ordinary as we are led by the Spirit of God, by the way, do you know that just by doing that, people around who are unsaved will then be influenced because they'll think, hold up a second, that person shouldn't naturally be able to do that, but they are. That person prayed for me when I was ill and I was healed. Like, they would, we would grab the attention of the world much more than, you know, not being conscious of it is what I'm trying to say. Because right now, I think we're trying so hard to like consciously, you know, minister the gospel and go out and do things. But just by living the life of faith that God has called us to, we would arrest the attention of the world and influence them to appointing them to Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So the next one is because why should we step out of our comfort zone? Because God chose us. Let's read John 15, 16. God himself chose us. Come on. I like the, the Passion Translation. We read this last week in prayer. Or not last week, a few weeks ago. John 15, 16. You didn't choose me, but I've chosen and commissioned you. Wow. You didn't choose me, 
but I've chosen and commissioned you to go into the world to bear fruit. And your fruit will last because whatever you ask of my father for my sake, he will give it to you. Amen. If God gave us abilities, he gave us gifts, he thought we would be fantastic at doing what he's called us to do. According to Ephesians 2.10, the Bible says that he, um, he prepared a work for us to do, right? We are recreated in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So God, this is how I imagine it. He said, I want to reach this group of people. I want to reach them via... I don't know, farming or business or the media. This is what God wants to do. He had a purpose in mind. And then he said, I know I'm going to create Tenny. I'm going to give her the gifts and abilities in Christ Jesus to be a wonderful orator, to know how to operate in the media space. The ultimate goal of this is for people to receive Christ, for people to come to Christ. That's the primary purpose, remember, but God uses your secondary purpose to achieve your primary. So he's given Teniola gifts and talents, and he said, wow, Teni is amazing. And then, boom, Teni is here, and this is, the, and this is the primary purpose, to reach people via the media space. But then, God forbid, because this is not our Teni, this is just another Teni. Teni goes, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I can't act. I can't sing. I can't do anything. Why? Because I don't want people to look at me and think I was crap. That's the excuse. Or, or it's so hard. I'm going to have to like go to drama school. I'm going to have to like, you know, go for auditions. It's too hard. I'm not doing it. So can you imagine the God of the universe created you for a purpose, but you are choosing not to step into that purpose because you don't want to step out of your comfort zone. That's not us from now on in Jesus' name. If we don't ever step out, if we don't ever want to present the gifts and the abilities God has put on the inside of us, we will never realize all the things that God has placed on the inside of us. And God's purpose for us, or yeah, God's purpose for us, we will never achieve, we will never implement it, we will never step into it, we will never walk in it. And that will not be our testimony in Jesus' name. So why should we step out of our comfort zones? Because we have an assignment. Mark 16, 15. Mark 16, 15. And he said to them, okay, let me change to the NIV. Mark 16, 15. He said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. That's our primary purpose. Go into all the world. That sounds to me like stepping out of your comfort zone. For someone like me who likes to just chill, who likes to just sit in my house, going into all the world is a big deal. And it says, preach the gospel to all creation. Do you know what? If we have an assignment, if we believe that God has a purpose for our lives, centered around the gospel, it would always require that we lean on God. It would always require that we lean on him, not on our natural strength, not on our natural abilities to fulfill his purpose. Now, some of us who have natural gifts like, you know, singing, we don't necessarily feel the need to lean on God because, you know, this is a natural thing. I can just sing without calling on the Holy Ghost. For people like me, 
I'm sometimes thankful that I didn't have, that I, that I don't have a specific thing that I'm good at. I'm not particularly great at any particular thing. So for everything almost, it feels like I have to lean on God to help me, you know, particularly in doing the work of the ministry. I'm not a particularly great orator. <laughs> But you know what? I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the, for the journey, for the experiences. And I'm, I'm just grateful because the true gospel that I've now learned is that God does not just throw you in at the deep end and just leave you to make it. You know, like how we've seen that when parents want to teach their kids how to swim, they just throw them in and, you know, the kid just struggles and they kind of somehow make it after drinking half the water, you know. <laughs> but praise God, God is not like that. He always carries us through. So I'm really thankful for my journey. Um, and yeah, just knowing that God is a father who loves us so much and he will never just leave us there. That's just really comforting to me and it gives me the courage and the boldness to step out and do what God has called me to do. Amen. Okay, why should we step out of our comfort zones? Because we have an enemy. We have an enemy in the form of Satan who does not want you to do what God has called you to do. Let me tell you, the devil has been doing this for a long time. It's not that he's particularly um, you know, powerful or fantastic. No, he's just got experience. That's it. So he knows that you stepping out and doing even baby steps in the direction that God has called you to do has the potential to release so much from the inside of you. I, I mean, this is my first teaching by God's grace. And I know that it's not going to be my best because... There's a journey ahead, right? This is the journey God has put me on. So, but me doing this opens up my mind to how God can use me. But the enemy will have me think, oh, no, you don't want to do this. It's not your strength. It's not your strength. And I love that God doesn't necessarily use our strengths. He will use the, the, the things that we don't think we're strong in, which I think is fantastic because it means you have to rely on him. A couple of weeks ago, we were at a conference in London and I was speaking to this lady I've never met before. We were just catching up and she, you know, we were talking, talking, talking and she was like, hold on. And she just pulled me to the corner and she was like, I see you speaking to a group of people. And I was like, oh my God, you know. <laughs> that was my first response. And then straight away, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm preaching on the 12th of February. This is rehearsal, right? God is preparing me for what he has ahead of me. And I'm thankful, you know, for this entire ministry journey because I don't know if, uh, if, if you know my story, you know, I didn't even want to do this. I come from a, a background where my father was a preacher and we had, I didn't have the best of experiences. So I didn't want to get married to a preacher. I'm thinking, listen, my childhood was sacrificed for the church pretty much. So I want my adult life to be mine. Amen. So when Pastor Tinde said he was going to be a minister, I mean, I knew he was going to preach, but I, in terms of starting a church, I wasn't interested. I was like, no, because I asked you before we got married. I did, and I said, are you going to be in a pulpit ministry? He said, no, 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 I'm going to be an itinerant minister. So you go from place to place, and you preach, and you come home. And I said, that's fine, because it means you're going to have a job or a business. We're going to have our normal life, and then, you know, that's it. And then after we got married, he's like, oh, I feel God is telling me to preach. I'm like, nah. So, it, yeah, literally, we didn't do anything because I wasn't on board. I wasn't on board for a long time. And then 2020 uh, came and God gave him an ultimatum that, you know, we have to do this. This is what, you know, there are people who, are, who need what you're carrying. 
And then I, I, I went to Bible school between 2016 and 2019. And in Bible school, of course, my mind was changed. My mind was renewed. Like, what, what do you think you're doing? Somebody created you for something. And you're telling him, no, you don't want to do it because of your negative experiences, you know. But it was a journey again. And so from 2020, how God started up with us was online. So knowing that I don't want to step out of my comfort zone, the baby step was, okay, let's do it online. A lot of the times he was going to, he was at the front of the camera, I was at the back. And then slowly he was like, okay, now you go. So baby steps, now you go, now you do this. So anyway, here we are today. And uh, <laughs> there's so much more ahead. There's so much more stepping out of my comfort zone than I need to do. But that was just to encourage you that, you know, as long as you are willing, as long as you are renewing your mind, as long as you are allowing God to lead you, he knows how to direct you. He knows how to get you to the destination that he has for you. Amen. But we have an enemy. We have an enemy. He will keep you from doing what, the, what God wants you to do as long as you believe what he says. If you believe that you have a fear of public speaking, for instance, the enemy will feed on that. And he will tell you, no, you can't do it. Guess how God ministers to people? It's not through speaking. <laughs> if you think you cannot speak to people, then the enemy will capitalize on that and keep you from speaking, from doing what God has called you to do. So any fear that you have, not just speaking, any, any fear. And from what Pastor said a couple of weeks ago, he said, if you don't pursue it, it will never happen. If you don't pursue it, it will never happen. If you don't recognize that you have an enemy, recognize that you have a God who wants to do something great through you and pursue what God wants you to do, it will never happen. Amen. And why should we step out of our comfort zone? The last reason is because we grow. We grow when we step out of our comfort zone. If you stay within your comfort zone, you will never improve. We only grow when we are comfortable. Uh, I have a little story. A couple of weeks ago, someone was showing me the picture of, um, of a, a hot air balloon. People were in a hot air. Does anyone know what the hot air balloon ride? And um, they said, they, said they, 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 they were like, you know, scoffing, like, who does that? And I was like, um, we're going to be doing that soon, so you better get ready. Like, and they were like, no, why would anybody get in a hot air balloon? I'm like, wait, it's an experience, you know. It's, it's, it's the ones that are they're run by, I think it's Virgin. I'm like, if you trust Virgin, <laughs> Virgin Airlines, then you can trust that they run their hot air balloons to a good standard. You're going to be safe. You're going to be secure. And then I was thinking, and then I related it back to this, and I was thinking... What's the resistance with going into a hot air balloon? It's not familiar, right? You can't fly if anything happens. Where if you're underground, you're safe. You know, I can walk, I can run if there's danger. But in a hot air balloon, that's risky. <laughs> it's comfortable to stay on solid ground. That's our comfort zone. But in the air, it's risky. But who is the pilot? of this hot air balloon. That plays a major role in determining if you enter the hot air balloon or not. The way I see it, if it's the father who is flying the hot air balloon, then I'm okay. I'm all right, regardless of what happens. But if I was the one driving the hot air balloon, then that's a problem because I don't have experience. But guess what? Above ground, you see things from a different perspective. You see the trees, you see the clouds. I mean, I don't know how far it goes. I don't know whether you ever even encounter clouds, but I can imagine that you see things very differently. I can imagine the perspective from a bird's eye view is just completely different. So the experience in itself is amazing. 
You gain new understanding when you step out of your comfort zone, a new perspective. You take, and when you get back to the ground, then you, you're inspired to do things differently just because you've just stepped out and seen a different world. So that's how I see, and that's how growth comes, right? So those, those are the reasons why you should step out of your comfort zone. The next section, why? It's like 11, wow. How do we step out of our comfort zones? How? We've seen the reason why we stay in our comfort zones. We've seen why we should step out of our comfort zones. Now we're going, we're going, we're going to go into why we should step out of our comfort zones. Or How? How do we step out of our comfort zones? It starts with the heart. It, start with, it starts with being willing to actually step out of your comfort zone. It starts with being willing to do or move in the direction that you know that God is calling you. God is ministering to everyone. He's always speaking. You know in your heart what, you, what the Father has asked you to do. But are you willing to move in that direction? Just the willingness alone is what birthed me standing here today by God's grace. That's the first thing, be willing. The second thing is confronting the fear. Second Timothy 1, 7. Second Timothy 1, 7. I'm reading the NIV. It says, for the, for the spirit God gave us, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power love, and self-discipline. Let me read the Passion. It says, For God will never give you the spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power, love, and self-control. Confronting the fear to me looks like recognizing that you have the spirit of power living on the inside of you. It looks like recognizing that if you are feeling fear about stepping out of your comfort zone, then it's not from God. It's from the enemy, and we need to resist the enemy. Confronting fear means sitting down and actually thinking about, what am I afraid of? What is the worst-case scenario? What's the worst thing that could happen? Me standing here, what's the worst thing? I will bomb. I will talk for 10 minutes, and that's it. I'm gone, because that's all I have to say. What's the worst thing that could happen? And then think about what's the best-case scenario? Somebody is going to receive light. Somebody's mind is going to be changed. Somebody's mind is going to be renewed. Somebody will be set free. What's the best case scenario? And then is it, if, it, if you absolutely believe that it is God who is telling you to do this, then go for it. Even if you fail, God is going to say, well done, you tried. Next time, do it this way. That's the kind of father that he is. We're going to read Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16. I might be going too fast. Apologies. I will be learning and growing. Amen. Proverbs 24, verse 16. I'm reading the NIV. Oh, yes. For though the righteous... Who's the righteous? I am. For though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again. But the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. I'm just picking on the first phrase. For though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again. This means even if you make mistakes, like if the fear of failure is what is keeping you from stepping out of your comfort zone, don't let it. Because even if you make mistakes, you will stand up 
and you will do it again. Think about a child who's just trying to walk, learning how to walk. Do you know how many times they drop? I mean, but guess what? They just stand up and just carry on again. And that's the same way that the Father sees us. We're stepping out into unfamiliar territory. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to not do it perfectly right. It's okay. As long as you're walking in the direction that God has called you, he's going to help you along the way. So don't let fear stop you from stepping out. Amen. How do we step out of our comfort zone? By changing the company that we keep. Your company will either challenge you to uh, step out of your comfort zone or they will actually just hinder you consciously or unconsciously, indirectly or directly. They will hinder you from stepping out. So changing the company that you keep to people who will challenge you is so key. I'm so grateful for Pastor Tunde um, that God... that, you know, God brought him into my life because he's the one who's pushing me, who's challenging me to be better, to do better, to want to give myself more to what the Father has called me to do. But if he wasn't there, best believe I'm just going to be chilling. How do we step out of our comfort zone? By um, changing our perspective as to what the soft life means. So I'm going to read Matthew chapter 10, verse 39. And I'm going to read it in the Passion Translation, Matthew 10, 39. Amen and amen. Matthew 10, 39. Those who cling to their lives will give up true life. But those who let go of their lives for my sake and surrender it all to me will discover true life. What is the true life that God would have us live? We think soft life is, we think the true life right now is a soft life, the comfortable life. But God is saying, if you, if you cling to your own definition of what the soft life is, you're going to lose it. What is God's definition of the soft life? It's living a life of fulfillment, a life of peace, a life of impact, right? We're raising the next generation. We're changing people's mindsets. We're setting up the stage for our children and generations to come to live a life of righteousness. Ultimately, so my definition of soft life was, you know, going on holiday whenever I want, having the means to do whatever I wanted. We were on holiday. This was the most expensive holiday we had ever been on at the time. In 2019, we went to Singapore and then we went to Bali. And anybody that knows Singapore knows Singapore is expensive. So we went to Singapore. And I mean, it's nice to travel. I'm not saying don't go on holiday. I'm not saying don't, don't um, enjoy some things in life that people consider to be the soft life. But don't make that be your focus is what I'm saying. So we went, we went there and, you know, we saw the waterfalls, we did the touristy things, elephants, we saw the monkey sanctuary or whatever they call it. But on one of the days we were there, I was thinking, I mean, this is nice, but is this it? Like, if this is what people are living for, there's no fulfillment in this. God has created us to be cre- uh, things that create things, right? We're, we're born to add value. But if you just want to leave, the soft life is the goal, just to be comfortable and just to be mediocre. There's no fulfillment in that. God has called us to so much more. We are wired to create. Amen. I'm just going to conclude now. So I'm not saying that, you know, we have arrived. I've definitely not arrived. 
It's, it's definitely a journey. There's always room for improvement. But if you're not willing to move at all, to step out of your comfort zone in any small way, then you, you're not even going to move, talk less of improve. There's always room for improvement. And if you're not willing to move, then God is severely limited in what he can do through us. Amen. Um, I, I read a book and I saw this, I saw an illustration. Our comfort zone is like a huge dam that we've built up. You know, a dam controls the flow of water. It's a huge dam that we've built up, which is holding back the blessings of God, the true life that God has called us to live. And you stepping out of your comfort zone is literally like you blowing up the dam so that you see like the potentials and the gifts and the abilities of God gushing through. They've all, they were already there, but you were the one limiting. We are the ones limiting ourselves in doing what God has called us to do. So let's be encouraged today to step out of our comfort zone, knowing that we have a loving father, a loving father who is right there with us every step of the way, holding our hands, guiding us, leading us. As long as we are willing, as long as we are willing, he's always there. He's always there walking this journey with us. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, so much, Father, for teaching us about stepping out of our comfort zones today. Thank you so much, Father, for the grace that you have placed on the inside of us, the gifts and the talents and the abilities and the purpose that you have for our lives. Thank you so much for leading us and directing us and helping us to see where we are limiting you in our lives, where our comfort zones are. And thank you, Holy Ghost, for just holding our hands to take the very first step in our hearts to be willing, to be willing to step out of our comfort zones. Thank you, Father, for teaching us, Lord, that once we are even willing, then so much is opened up to us. We can see things from a different perspective. We can truly live life to the full and live the life that you intended for us. So we give you praise today. We thank you, Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Praise.